Hello everyone, Justin Vakula here. You're listening to the Stoic Philosophy Podcast, practical wisdom for everyday life. Today's episode focuses on the topic of anxiety, largely informed by the writings of Marcus Aurelius. Visit my website at justinvacula.com, where you can find links to my social media portals and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, or Stitcher. Support my work by becoming a monthly supporter on Patreon or by making a PayPal donation. See the donate tab on my website. Share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave a review. I really appreciate your support and feedback, which helps me grow my audience and keeps this project going. Might you struggle with anxiety and find it to be a crippling force in your life? The American Psychological Association defines anxiety as an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressure. They also note that people with anxiety disorders usually have recurring thoughts or concerns. They may avoid certain situations out of worry. They may also have physical symptoms such as sweating, trembling, dizziness, or a rapid heartbeat. See more information in the show notes. Anxiety can manifest in many ways and range in levels of severity. Think about nervousness, which a musician may face before performing. Might someone be a little nervous before giving a presentation to a group of peers or strangers? Increased levels of anxiety might prevent a person from leaving home for fear of disapproval from a stranger. They may even interpret someone's aloofness as rejection or a quick hello as an extremely stressful situation. What might Stoic philosophers have to say about anxiety as we think about it today? What solutions might we find in ancient texts? Let's start with a recurring theme on this podcast and in Stoic texts the domain of control. We can ask ourselves how much control we may have in a given situation and whether excessive worry can be productive. A healthy degree of worry, or perhaps better put, concern, can help us better prepare and anticipate challenges we may face, as we won't be completely cut off guard and can properly handle adversity. Extreme worry, though, especially about things which are outside of our control, or largely outside of our control, doesn't seem to be an optimal approach toward life, especially if we are unwilling to take minor or moderate risks, which can lead us to worthwhile ends and help build our character. Can we take a breather and think about situations which trouble us, consider alternate perspectives, really thinking about a problem and how we can make sense of it, perhaps solve it, be charitable in our interpretations, have some self-confidence, and simply do our best when handling what may come. Focusing on the process and not the result, not having an excessive fear of failure and just giving our best effort with the tools we have. We can work to focus on the present and not engage in deep rumination about how things may turn out, focus on terrible outcomes, and simply take life as it comes. If we're to work on our virtues, our foundation for living, we can transfer and apply skills in one area of life to another. We can be courageous, humble, careful, brave, steadfast, for example, when the situation calls for it. As I have said many times in this podcast, there might not be a simple cure to problems we face, especially if our patterns of behavior are lifelong. We've experienced a high degree of trauma or our personality is shaped in a certain way. However, I would encourage people not to have a defeated attitude and consider some stoic writings which can help improve one's mindset and better cope with anxiety. Let's look at some passages from Stoic writers, starting with Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. In Book 7, Marcus talks about anticipation of the future, how people can be disturbed simply by thinking about what may happen amidst uncertainty. He writes, Do not let the future disturb you, for you will arrive there, if you arrive, with the same reason you now apply to the present. Uncertainty, often mentioned in Stoic texts, is a regular part of life that we can work on accepting. It's quite often the case that we lack information, that we don't have complete or even a large amount of control over what may happen in our lives. Perhaps we'll be at the whims of fortune, the Stoic writers would say. Maybe others' behaviors, something we can't totally control, and often won't control in a large way, will impact us greatly. Epictetus, another Stoic writer, echoes the theme of acceptance surrounding uncertainty and making do with what happens.
happens to the best of our ability, as is written in his discourses, imitating those who play at dice. Counters and dice are indifferent. How do I know what is going to turn up? My business is to use what does turn up with diligence and skill. In many ways, life is like many gambling games, as we can do our best with given information, take calculated risks, make good decisions, but ultimately outcomes, especially in the short term, are often outside of our control. We can fret about what might happen, we can panic, worry, be disturbed by the future, as Marcus writes, but a preferable approach can be attained through an attitude of acceptance and focusing on the present. Here's more on this from Marcus in book 8 of his Meditations. Do not disturb yourself by thinking of the whole of your life. Do not let your thoughts at once embrace all the various troubles you may expect to befall you, but on every occasion ask yourself, what is there in this that is intolerable and past bearing? For you will be ashamed to confess. In the next place, remember that neither the future nor the past pains you, but only the present. While concern about the future might be associated with anxiety, our concerns are ultimately confined to the present. The future is simply not here. We can be mindful about our thoughts and work to quell them, to be more constructive with our thoughts, and refrain from excessive worry. It may be hard to break patterns of thought, but it's not impossible. Start with small steps, and remind yourself, when your mind goes racing, we ought to refrain from unproductive worry, perhaps by focusing on something else, being more social, talking about concerns in a more constructive way with a trusted friend, engaging in a hobby, exercising, listening to music. The choices are many and up to you. Marcus also writes, If you are pained by any external thing, it is not the thing that disturbs you, but your own judgment about it, and it is in your power to wipe out this judgment now. In book 11, he continues on this theme, talking about unhelpful, or as he writes, aberrant thoughts. When you have detected them, you should wipe them out and say on each occasion, thus, this thought is not necessary. Stoic writers also encourage people to cultivate an attitude of resilience, making do with what happens to us, especially given all the calamities, the changes which may come to pass. Oh, how we can view so many things as going wrong, sudden changes, the unexpected, may lead us to be extremely anxious and freeze, not know what to do, and perhaps at the extremes result in a panic attack. How can we prepare for these moments? Perhaps we cannot see change as such a catastrophic thing, and make the best of what has happened, adjust to the present where possible, or, if the situation is too dire, simply exit, rather than further increasing our stress. Maybe by changing our environments, the people we associate with, our bad habits can help reduce our anxiety. We can engage in some self-reflection and really think about what is beneficial in our lives. Might the juice be worth the squeeze? Might Aunt Kathy, although she is a family member, be adding a net positive to our lives? Should we stay in the relationship we no longer like? How about that job, which is a significant drain on our lives? Can we take action to try to improve a situation? Have we? Might we have an unrealistic hope that people will change, even though, time and time again, it hasn't been the case? Marcus, continu- Marcus continues in Book 7, writing, And why are you not altogether intent upon the right way of making use of the things that happen to you? For then you will use them well, and they will be a material for you to work on. Only attend to yourself, and resolve to be a good man in every act you do. And remember, look within. Within is the fountain of good, and it will ever bubble up if you ever dig. Marcus closes this passage with a sense of optimism and seems to encourage self-esteem for people to think about their strengths, their good qualities, and not see themselves as helpless, as failures, as no good. Even if we happen to slip up, react poorly to one situation, or not do well in one domain of life, it's not reasonable to see ourselves as complete failures based on that one element. 
We can even think about failure in a different light, see it as a chance to improve, and be grateful for recognizing that we can improve, rather than deceiving ourselves, blaming others, the environment, being overly entitled, and raging against the universe. Hopefully you found something helpful in some of my own thoughts about anxiety coupled with wisdom from Stoic writers. Visit my website at justinvacula.com where you can find links to my social media portals and see past content on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, or Stitcher. Support my work by becoming a monthly supporter on Patreon or by making a PayPal donation. See the donate tab on my website. Share, comment, like, subscribe, and leave a review. I really appreciate your support and feedback, which helps me grow my audience and keeps this project going. You've been listening to the Stoic Philosophy Podcast, practical wisdom for everyday life. Have a great day and stay tuned for more content.